Hi, everyone. It's Wendy Chong. Hi, everyone. It's Dave McKay. We'd like to welcome you to our very first episode of the Going Back to Camp podcast. I like to call this episode zero. You do like to call it episode zero. Will you also call it episode zero so we can be on the same page no, at the start at I, least? I'm actually not going to call it episode zero, but that's okay. We have drift. We have lived off. <laughs> we're having microphone issues, but I think we should just press on. I think we're pressing. But you're just gonna, so you know, gonna, listener, you're going to hear listeners, some screwing going on here. Yes, though. he's got a screwdriver. He is adjusting the mic. Oh. This is quite the setup. Kudos to Dave for everything he's done for our technical setup. Kudos to Cheech for the table. Oh, yeah. So I said my name is Wendy Chong, but Dave will be referring to me as Cheech, which is one of my nicknames from summer camp. From summer camp, which I didn't know until we started this process. That it was only my nickname. I just thought you were Cheech to everyone. No, I am not Cheech to everyone. Only to the people from the summer of 97. Summer of 97. (laughs) Shout out to summer of 97. Summer of 97. (laughs) Okay. I'm super excited to be doing this podcast with my good buddy Cheech. Hey. A little bit about my background. So I'm 54 years old now. Do I look 54? Don't answer that. I, know. Um, I just I just avoided eye contact. <laughs> you know, you are youthful 54, especially in your ball cap. I certainly don't act 54. I live in Toronto with my lovely wife, Janet, who we've been married now, I think 20 years. I should know this. What's 2022 to today? How many years is that? Yeah, it, it, it's 2022 to today? No, tw- 2002 to today. Yeah, that's you're just going to celebrate your 21st this year. We got married the same year. I also got married in 02. That's so cool. Yeah. We have three amazing children, Finley, Henry, and Angus, and Wyatt, the yellow lab. And we live around Young and Lawrence in Toronto. After camp, I worked in the technology industry in sales for almost 25 years. And I'm on a hiatus. I'm in between career paths. And this podcast has been a bit of a buffer for me, a bit of a send off to the next part of my life. So that's a little bit about me. And my camp background is I went to Onondaga as a camper and staff. And then Cheech and I met at Candelore where I was on staff and the director. That's a little bit about me. Just tell me quickly a couple of passions, interests. Passions and interests. So I am a fishing freak and I also love sports. So currently I'm playing tennis and also getting ready for the golf season and I'm going to run a marathon in the fall. Oh, amazing. Which I haven't done in 15 years or something like that. Wow, good luck. I didn't know that. So that's the... And you have knee issues. Really good luck with that. I know. I'm going to need some serious help with that. Yeah. Awesome. That's me. Cool. Oh, well, we left out music. I'm also a huge music person. We talk a little bit about that. So, yes. Thanks for that intro, Dave. Okay. Over, over to Cheech, me. Over to you. Over to me. So Dave calls me Cheech, but my name that I was born with is Wendy Chong. And I also live in Toronto. Dave and I are doing this podcast from my dining room table. I'm in Midtown Toronto. I live here with my husband, Andrew, and my two wonderful children, Evan and Melanie, who are in high school, grade 11 and 10. Camp, you talked a little bit about camp background, so I, my very first camp experience was at Camp Olympia when I was nine years old, but my, the camp I most closely associate with is Camp Erewhon in Algonquin Park. I spent eight 
beautiful summers there, a few as a camper uh, and a few as staff, one as LIT, I think, yeah, eight years total. And my kids now go there. So it's been really fun to relive some of my experiences through them and really fun to just see how they how they're enjoying camp. They started younger than me. They've been there. I think it's now going to be my son's seventh year and maybe my daughter's sixth, something like that. Um, and then, as Dave said, we met at Candelore, and that was my last summer at camp in 97, although I did do a couple of stints as a volunteer counselor at Camp Uchigayas 20-plus years ago. In terms of current passions and interests, before we started this podcast today, I was sharing with Dave some of my ins and outs of Ultimate Frisbee, because I love Ultimate Frisbee. I've been playing for 20 years, played competitively for a while, also 20 years ago. Everything happened 20 years ago. 20 years ago was big for you. But I still still play recreationally, and I play with my son, which is a blast. And and I've also coached some of their kids' teams, but he's now old enough that he can play in adult leagues, and it's really fun being teammates with him. So I love Frisbee. We do a lot of water skiing as a family. I love to swim. I love open water swimming. I love being lakeside. I love to sing. You do. (laughs) I sang in a rock choir for a while, and now I just sing around the house and aggravate my family. Although sometimes my kids and I sing together, which is also lots of fun. That's a little bit about me. Do you want to talk a little bit about your career? Oh, right, right, right. That's that's something you touched on that I have not touched on. I work in presentation skills coaching. So that's been something I've been doing for, hey, almost 20 years. (laughs) On and off, a little bit of a pause in there when my kids were really little. But um, so I work mostly with people, executives one-on-one when they're preparing for something that matters to them. So that could be a conference type address, keynote address. It could be business development pitches, management committee meetings, board meetings, things like that, which is a lot of fun. And I did a few other things at the beginning of my career. Worked briefly in finance, worked in an internet fundraising company, did my MBA, uh, recently did the Institute of Corporate Directors course at Rotman to do governance work because I do some board work right now, not-for-profit work, which is lots of fun and, and brings me lots of satisfaction. And I do, with some of that work, I um, focus on matters of diversity and inclusion, in particular racial diversity, which is of great importance to me. You want to tell them a little bit about the podcast, how this has come to be? This all came about one day when I was trying to have some deep intellectual conversation with one of my kids about one of the themes that we'll cover in season one of our podcast. And I was noticing it was really hard for me to jump into these conversations. We both have teenagers. There never seems to be the right time to have a conversation about things like friendship or values that you learned at camp. And all of our kids went to summer camp. Obviously, we met at summer camp. And I thought it'd be great to do a podcast. And I knew that I wanted to do a podcast with somebody else. So you were the first person that I thought of. Oh, shucks. I thought Cheech would be great for this. If there were podcasts back then in 97, probably would have done it from camp. Probably, yes. Ah, the kids can take care of themselves. we had a lot of free time, I think, back then. (laughs) So that's how the whole thing got started. It got started with how can we start a dialogue and pass along some of the things that we've learned from summer camp, which both you and I know had a tremendous impact on our lives. That was the impetus. That was the initial spark. And since it was so hard to talk to your teens about it, you thought, maybe I'll make a podcast and just force them to listen to that. I thought, what better (laughs) completely non-personal, abstract way to reach my children than through... You don't don't even have to be in the same place. In fact, 
probably won't be in the same place. And then if this they is just... how you sever ties with your family, <laughs> create is, podcasts. This is the best. This is how you send your children off to university. Uh, guys, I've got a season of podcasts here. I'd like to, you to listen to in the car on the way to university. Good luck. But I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to discuss it. <laughs> just... This is the new way. If you have any relate. questions, call Cheech because I'm out. By the way, is it okay that I'm sipping water or is that ruining the I, perfect I, I don't think we'll know sound. until we get into the recording studio and we actually listen. I just go for it. Okay, and I guess I can experiment with different volumes of gulping. I think you see. can. Okay, thank you. I think you just go for it. In my lead up to this, I did note that we must have water at all times. Apparently doing podcasts makes you very dry. Yeah, you hydration dry is important. Should we move on? You think that we've covered enough of the introduction? I guess the key thing was, what was your reaction when I first asked you? Because I think that's important for our listeners. Yes. I mean, I hadn't seen Dave in a while. We, I don't know, I guess maybe we had emailed or something during COVID, but I, it, it had been a while since we'd seen each other, I think. But the last time, one of the last times I was in touch with Dave, he was telling me, he was thinking of throwing together a band and, oh, maybe he might involve me in the vocals and I like to sing. I'm not sure I'm a particularly good singer, but I sang in a rock choir for a while and it's something I enjoy and I don't, but I don't do that anymore. So when Dave sent me this email out of the blue about a month ago, a month or a bit ago, he said, I got to talk to you about something. I have an idea. And my immediate reaction was, are you getting the band together? And then I didn't hear anything back, but we did get on the phone and he said, no, let's do a podcast. (laughs) So that's the first I heard of it. It's not like we have been planning this for years or anything. So I I got roped into this. It was a hardcore bait and switch. (laughs) Yes, it was. He said, band, what are you talking about? Hey, band, and then which quickly became podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how it came to be. That was my initial reaction. And then I thought, hmm, podcast, interesting, curious, not something I was specifically thinking of doing ever, but I was open to listening to Dave's pitch and I'm on board for season one, episode zero. Episode zero. Yeah. You committed initially to nothing. <laughs> yes. And then eventually after we had three planning sessions, yes, you had pen and paper. It was, yes. there was a lot of moving parts. <laughs> yes. And then you said, okay, we'll do it. Yeah. Which I was super excited about. Yeah. So here we are. Here we are. Podcast zero. Episode zero, not podcast zero. Episode zero, podcast one. Maybe. Okay. I'll talk quickly about the four reasons that I think. Oh, but should we be talking about what summer camp is? Do you want want to talk about what summer camp is first? Or do you want to talk about the reasons for the podcast? Oh, go for reasons. Go, go. Four reasons why we want to do this. One. Fun. We've had already had a ton of fun, actually, mm-hmm. just getting prepared for this. So if no one listens to this and it just ends up being you and I, it's been a success. Check. We, we, we can check that off. Connecting with old friends. As I'm thinking through the episodes we've already planned, I've already thought about people that I'm getting excited to see. Mm-hmm. Now, where are they? Mm-hmm. You know when that thing in the paper you used to, you'd see the column that would be, where are they now? Mm-hmm. And it would be a somewhat famous person. Mm-hmm. And they were like working at a paint store. Yes. I'm fascinated to see where some of these people have ended up. Like James Leckie was the name you mentioned before. And I yes. was like, I hadn't thought about James Leckie yes. in years. So that's a good one. The third thing was to reflect on values. And the fourth thing was to tell some stories. Those were the four things that we thought would be great. Anything else? I think that captures it. This is was this was part of Dave's pitch to me, and I said, sure, that sounds good to me. Sounds good. I'm on board. Okay. So summer camp, 
What is it? What is it? So <clears throat> sometimes... For our listeners who didn't go. Exactly. Or maybe are from another part of the world. Because we have listeners all over the world. Yes, we do. <laughs> I think in Specifically, all over the universe, actually. I think a lot of guys in the UK really like our stuff. <laughs> yes, I think so. <laughs> if you've never experienced summer camp, the whole idea of it seems a bit foreign. I know actually talking to my husband about summer camp, he didn't grow up going to summer camp. And he had never really heard about summer. He obviously knows about camping and had done some camping. But it was at university that he met a bunch of people from Toronto, actually, who talked about their summer camp experiences. And so summer camp, for those of you who are unfamiliar, is basically an overnight away from home experience. There are day camps. Our podcast is specifically looking at the overnight residential camp experience, as you might hear it referred to. But you leave home for various durations of time. I think there are some camps that you can go to for as few as seven days. And I think a lot of camps now actually that have longer durations of three or four weeks are now introducing smaller two-night samplers for younger kids so they can get a taste of it before going away from home for the first time for a full week. Go overnight, you're living with a bunch of kids, usually your age, maybe a cabin of anywhere, eight to 15 people, depends on the camp. You have a counselor that generally, a counselor too, that usually live inside the cabin. These things are varied a little bit from camp to camp. And some camps are as short as a week, some are three weeks, two weeks, four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks. Last year, actually, my kids went to camp for the entire summer. I haven't done full research of every possible camp that exists, but they typically are set on lakes. So you have a waterfront experience, and for kids who are still learning how to swim, like that's definitely an important part of it, just from a safety perspective. If you're going to be living on the water, it's important to be safe, and all kinds of water activities, but also land activities too, tennis, arts and crafts. Why am I drawing a blank? What are other activities that are non-water activities? Drama. Rock climbing. Rock climbing. Yeah. I know at the summer camp. Yeah, the summer camp that I went to, there are way more activities than there used to be. So this is more of a generalist camp that I'm describing, but there are also specialty camps where you might be doing only water sports or only canoe tripping. My first overnight camp experience ever was dance camp. Dance camp. Music camp. Band camp. And band camp, yeah. I think you played the flute. Yes, no, I don't think I played the flute, but I went to dance camp for a week. I didn't love my first camp experience. But anyway, I've gone down the rabbit hole a little bit, but that gives you a flavor for what we mean by summer camp. Is there anything you'd like to add to that, Dave McKay? It is unique geographically. Summer camp, you don't see it in Florida. You don't see it in the any of the Western parts of North America. It's unique. It's really a band right around the Canadian and U.S. border Mm -hmm. and mostly communities that are, as you were saying before, a lot of lakes, smaller lakes. The camps in the beginning would have been very rustic. We were in tents when I was out on Indaga. A lot of camps that still have tents as well. Mm -hmm. A lot of it was around tripping. In the early days, it would have been... Explain tripping. I mentioned canoe tripping. You would go out in... 15 to 17 foot canoes and you go adventuring there's not a lot of parts of the world where you have canoe tripping and if anybody knows canada i think most people would know of algonquin park it's one of the largest and maybe one of the first national parks in the world is it a national park or provincial park Oh, maybe it's... I think it's provincial. I think you're right. I think it is provincial. Yeah. That I really understand the full distinction 
between the two the jurisdictions. Isn't that the title of it? Algonquin Provincial Park? Yeah, I can't maybe. Remember. That sounds right. Setting aside, I don't know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of acres of beautiful, pristine nature was unique. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of camps are situated in and around Algonquin yeah. Park in Ontario. And to your point about people maybe being aware of that, people who are outdoorsy people in various parts of the world do come to Canada for that experience. I've met some Europeans canoe tripping that specifically came. Actually, I remember meeting a young couple. They came to Canada to cottage country for their honeymoon. They spent part of it at a resort up in cottage country, and then the other part of it, they were going canoe tripping for their honeymoon. That's amazing. Yeah, world-class canoe tripping, that's for sure. So I think that's a good background in terms of summer camp, how it evolved. Yes. And by the way, I actually think there might be some on the West Coast. I know we talked about this before. Okay. I'm, re- I was, I'm reading a book right now that's a, a biography of this man's experience in Abbotsford. And it's his, his experience has nothing to do specifically with camp, but he's sharing about his upbringing. He went to a Christian camp not far from Abbotsford. Hmm. And I thought, oh, I have to tell Dave that. That's interesting. Yes. I like it when you contradict everything that I've said. Well, yes. We we come back to it. Yes. This podcast for me, one of the goals is just your undoing. Yes, which which I think that was actually your goal, was undoing the undoing of Dave so that we keep him grounded. That is the only reason I agree to this. We don't want him floating away anymore. Um, I just realized I started speaking with my mouth away from the microphone so before dave gets mad at me i've reoriented myself yeah better yeah that sounds good it only veered for a couple of seconds you're fine well that's it for episode zero thanks everyone for joining us and listening to our banter and we'll see you next time see you at episode zero no one oh yeah one